Society folks and viewers. We are live here on this Zoom call on our youth chat today. And I'm just blessed and encouraged here that I have uh, Matt Taylor. And uh, he's going to introduce himself here. I don't want to do all the talking. And I'm, I'm just super pumped uh, for what he's going to be sharing with you all today. I know that uh, you won't be disappointed. I know that you guys are going to be encouraged and blessed. So I'm going to give it over to my man, uh, Matt Taylor. He's going to introduce himself. And then after that, we got some questions uh, to ask him. And then after that, he's going to pray at the end. And I believe there's going to be a great word uh, for you guys at the end. He might share a scripture or a word that he's learning, but you won't be disappointed. So go ahead, Matt, introduce yourself, man. Awesome. Thanks, Brian. Hey, friends. My name is Matt Taylor. I'm a husband. I'm a father of two, a son to a mom that's in poor health living with us. I serve as the executive pastor at a church in Columbus, Mississippi. Starting in August, I'll oversee a campus, but I also am a district youth and children's director for the state of Mississippi with the Assemblies of God. So I get the tremendous honor of serving all the way around between my family, the local church, and my state, and just love what I get to do. Awesome, man. Awesome. Thanks for sharing, introducing yourself there a little bit. So he has to so be praying for him, guys, as well. August the first transition, but overseeing youth. Uh, so uh, he's going to be a great influence, a great leader uh, here. So I'm sure his church is going to be uh, blessed and impacted. Uh, so we're excited for you, Matt. I'm excited for you. And uh, so that's a good, great segue into uh, my question I have here. My first question I have for you is uh, during this time, uh, what are you learning in this season? So I think COVID, um, just not even just COVID, just, just where we are in the world today. No one expected 2020 to turn out to be quite the year that it was. For all the vision sermons that happened in January, nobody saw this. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's, it's been a crazy, crazy year. But I think the, the good that has come from it is that it's helped us get back to basics, man. Um, I think we've put a lot of emphasis on things that we do, whether it be in church, in ministry, in youth culture, in kids' church, wherever it is, um, that have become priorities that maybe never needed to be the priority to begin with. And so uh, for me, man, it's just a solid reminder that relationship is king. Relationship is where it's at. And it's not about a platform. It's not about lights. It's not about a big screen. It's not about having the, the catchy one-liners. It's about being available, being caring, loving people, and, uh, and just being, being there and being Jesus with skin on. And I know this, as cliche as that sounds, man, but I think we go back to what the gospel is, and that's just loving people, how Jesus loved them and being for them, uh, being there with them in their hardest times. And so... Just with so much of the challenges, man, we're facing not only individually in, in our communities as a nation, individually through cultures and communities, um, man, we just we just need to get back to loving people better. That's a that's a great uh, great word way to start out. And uh, for you viewers, I just want to reemphasize uh, something. Whether you're maybe a youth pastor. Uh, or maybe a volunteer in the church, or maybe a young adult pastor, I really like what he said, is it's not about platforms, it's not about the lights, or the setting, or the cliches, or the one-liners, uh, it's about loving people, getting back to the basics, and uh, for you viewers, I think that's so, uh, so key, and I believe too, for you viewers, it's all about simplifying things, uh, now that he's stripping away, Jesus stripping away, what was a priority first and foremost, but going back to the basics of uh, loving people and, and just being there and engaging with youth or your church or your community 
And uh, so thanks, Matt. That's a great word. That's a great encouragement to start off with. So thank you for your heart. Oh, man, you're welcome. I appreciate that. And uh, also with that, I'll be good because, you know, you have a great win already. You're going to be an executive pastor. You're coming around the corner. Uh, but what are some wins and some losses maybe you faced or uh, maybe your church has faced or whatever you want to share on your heart today? Yeah. Uh, so to, to hit a little bit on both, it'd be easier to start with the wins. The wins have been, um, you know, just a deeper sense of community. Uh, our, our church, we're, man, we're very blessed. We, we love each other. Man, we have a, just a good, cohesive connection. And so for us, being able to adapt to having the no services and not being able to, to, to meet together and having the limitations, we were actually able to take our services outside. And so our Sunday morning, you know, our Sunday morning experience was outside. We had uh, in the parking lot, so we called it drive-in church. And uh, man, it was super fun because everybody was able to stay in their vehicle. They could either catch it on the stream or they could hear it over an FM transmitter. And so it was super limited. Uh, it's not we didn't have kids church, man. We we weren't meeting for youth ministry, but as a church, we were still able to come together uh, and be in compliance with our city. And so, you know, one of the things that we had to make the decision, uh, you know, are we going to honor the authority that's been then placed above us, or are we going to try and, and you know buck the system? And I mean, looking at that, man, there's such a tension now between. Uh, what do you do? Do you rise up and fight? Is the church being persecuted? Well, for, for our personal opinion, Jesus has never been, we have never been told that we can't preach Jesus. We were just asked to do it a different way. And so trying to build a good relationship with our community and with our local government uh, to be able to be more effective further on down the road, we said, you know what, we're going to go ahead and do that. And so through this, we've actually been able to build a really good relationship with our mayor. And, uh, and so we've been able to not only meet needs, uh, meet needs in the local community, we've been able to jumpstart our live stream because that was something, you know, we weren't, we weren't definitely adamant about, but it kind of forced the hand. And yeah. so um, it also showed that we can be creative, that we can do new things, man. We can focus on what the future can look like. And just because we get thrown a curveball doesn't mean we just shut down. We just get creative with how we do that. Um, so some losses, uh, you know, no one wants to talk about the losses, but maybe some frustrating points have been um, Zoom calls have not, like the, the group Zoom, getting everybody together and, you know, everybody talking about wanting to get back. I say everybody, uh, but man, life has just gotten so busy. So finding one time for everybody is practically impossible. And so if you look at, you know, you look at the percentage, man, of the people that have been able to engage or to get back in the mix, if you were just focusing on numbers, it would be incredibly disheartening because I think the best number I've seen so far has been 50%. And some of the best people that I know as far as tracking, uh, you know, having a community that people want to be part of are looking at like 37% of their people actually actively back and engaging and being a part. And so that's frustrating. And I know there's, there's this like this inner turmoil, this pull back and forth. Uh, but I think we recognize that it's a season and everybody's having to face these challenges different. And at the end of the day, it's not about us having numbers so we can say, hey, we had 100% of our people back. It's how are we still impacting 100% of the people that God's put in front of us, whether that be them being in the service or how do we get creative and love them in the community? How can we go to where they are and meet their needs and their family situations where they are? And so uh, I think that loss can be turned into a win. We just have to get creative with it. Uh, you hear his, folks, you get to hear his, uh, his heart for community in the church. But most importantly, I just want to reiterate what he said is, is getting creative and uh, doing maybe a better job in that, uh, in that area. Maybe it's forcing you guys to maybe 
be online or whether it be maybe Instagram or YouTube channels, but continue to preach the gospel. And what he said in the very beginning, continue to love people uh, where you're at. And, 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 and you know, it's going to look a, a little bit differently, but I just want to add what he said right there is don't get caught up in the numbers. You know, focus on what's right in front of you. Focus on your church or your youth or your young adults where you're at and, and lead them faithfully with what God has placed right in front of you. Don't, uh, don't get caught up in the numbers or don't get caught up of, of maybe a church that's down the road that might be a little bit bigger than you. But again, love people. I like that. Love people. And uh, that, 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 that's a great segue to my next question is, is uh, you know, ministry, uh, ministry moving forward. Uh, how do you see that for yourself? I know I'm, I'm going to put a plug in here for my brother here. He's going to be an executive pastor uh, August 1st. Uh, so there's going to be a little bit of change uh, for, uh, for Matt. Uh, so keep him in prayer. But anyway, uh, how would you see ministry moving forward? Yeah, man. Uh, man, I think it goes back to the basics, relationships, mm -hmm. relationships, relationships. And so uh, right now are the people that we have the tremendous honor to love and to lead and to serve. They need us now more than ever. You know, they need us to be available to them because they're experiencing something that they've never experienced in their lifetime. You know, I'm just curious what's happening with July, the seventh level of Jumanji. Uh, what, you know, what, whatever is going to come our way, we need to be available to love them. And so here's the thing. We can get so caught up in the doing of church that we forget to be the church. We get so caught up up in the building of church and forget that we're the building that is the church mm -hmm. and so really just getting back to a place of, of coming to a realization of how can I continue to build relationships with the people that are already here and how can we reach the community that's a, that's a big thing for us man uh, in fact I'm wearing one of our shirts it says love where you live and for us that's a huge 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 plug is, is we love our community we love where we live and we're a church for the rest of us and how can we continue to be that and so for us it, it, everything's going to be funneled through that. How do we love people and how do we let people know that this is a place for them to process, to grow, to question, to challenge, to feel at home. And so we reevaluate everything through that. And so when we look at whether we are doing two services instead of one, we do two services to create space so people feel comfortable coming in and going out. You know, do we hold back on opening our kids' ministry to the full extent? Well, we do because in our area, we're seeing a spike in COVID. So we don't want to create an opportunity, uh, you know, for a virus to spread. And so it's just kind of going back again to loving people. And how do you love people? You can't love people unless you have a relationship with them. And so that's just getting back to the basics. Um, our pastor's wife, Lindsay, she has created a game. I don't know if you're familiar with the author, Bob Goff. Uh, yes. He wrote a book called Love Does, Everybody Always Dream Big. And uh, we, our staff is going through that. In fact, we're going through the book, Everybody Always. And Bob just does a great job of loving people. And so we've created a thing that we do on Wednesdays is we play golf, G-O-F-F, -F, not golf. And it's just go intentionally love people, not only in our church, but in the community. Not for the sense of, hey, you know, we want you to come to church with us. No, it's just, yeah. hey, we love you. And just thinking about you. So here's donuts. Here's a card. Hey, we're paying for your coffee at Starbucks. What, whatever that is, whatever our staff uh, feels like they want to do to to make an impact with in their you know their area, their friend circle. And so, man, it's been lots of fun. And and it's super simple, man. It is just loving people, getting those relationships back in check. And so, it's uh, it's paid off really well for us. Oh man, that's uh, that's awesome. So 
you can do the same thing that they're doing, maybe something a little bit uh, differently, you know, and that's creative right there is passing out donuts, maybe random acts of kindness, uh, water, or maybe going to a park and uh, maybe throwing out some popsicles to some students or, or whatever, you know, getting creative is, is good. But I, I, I want to just focus on what Matt said uh, before. And there's a book that I've read a long time ago in, in one of my, uh, in one of my college classes at, uh, at uh, a school in New York for youth ministry. It was by Doug Fields, uh, the Purpose Driven Youth Ministry, but it really rocked my world because he, he's, um, Matt was just saying that we don't want to do church. We are, the, we are the church. But he said this in his book. He said, out of the being, you know, will come the doing. And I really like that because we want to focus on the being, being first and foremost with Christ. And then out of that, with that relationship, will come the doing. So my encouragement to you viewers is, you know, be with Christ. And what Matt was saying right there is, you know, love people, love people where you're at. And they're doing a great job. Um, you know, we want to put a plug in for Bob Goff. His books are amazing, simple, but practical uh, that we can relate to. We can practice those things. And uh, that's, that's great what your church is doing, you know, playing, playing golf. I like that little uh, uh, acronym. Uh, right there, you know, random acts of kindness and being creative. And that will, uh, that will go a long way, folks. Uh, you know, is, is, is random acts of kindness and our church is doing a good job. And he's promoting that right there on his shirt is love. And I think that's what Matt wants to portray to you guys today is, is love, the love of the father, but loving people where they're at because they need hope uh, in this hopeless generation. We need uh, the gospel preached, but also to read the gospel uh, demonstrated. And what a, what a greater way that we can do that with knocking on people's doors uh, with maybe a drink, their favorite drinks, uh, their candy bar, whatever, however you guys might want to lead. But uh, that's just awesome. Awesome, Matt. So thank you for that encouragement for our viewers. Uh, and we can be very practical uh, as, uh, as well. So, man, thanks for that encouragement for us, man. Dude, I am so humbled and so honored, bro. And uh, it, it truly is fun, man. Ministry doesn't have to be as complicated as we try to make. Yeah, yes, exactly. You know, and uh, I, I like that, viewers. You know, ministry can be fun. And oh, uh, yes. it has to be, man. You can't be boring, dude. No, Jesus wasn't boring. <laughs> That's right. So, hey, uh, viewers, don't, don't throw in the towel. Don't give up. Uh, you might feel like you're in the process of throwing in the towel, maybe be, uh, being burned out uh, spiritually, emotionally, physically. But, you know, my encouragement is, is this today. Even Matt is, is that, uh, you know, don't, uh, don't quit. Be faithful uh, that your labor is not in vain. You know, look, it's, it's you know, before COVID, you know, you were probably meeting in, a, in your youth room or the young adults room uh, or your church. But you know what? Get creative. Uh, get online, love your students or your volunteers, uh, reach out to them through a note or a text message. And, and, and that will go, uh, you know, a long way. It's good. You know, ministry is looking differently, uh, you know, right now in this season, uh, you know, so get on, get on the, uh, get on that train, get in your car and Hey, knock on a door, say, Hey, how you doing to a youth or whatever surprise them with their favorite, maybe a favorite meal that they, that they like. But that boils down to what Matt was saying is simplifying things and uh, loving, uh, loving one another. And uh, that's, that's how we present the gospel because 
you know, Christ loved us. You know, he first loved us by going to the cross. We can do that very simple, like what Matt was just saying. They're doing it. They're practicing it. And uh, it's paying out uh, dividends. Uh, so uh, thanks, man. Appreciate that uh, encouragement for us, man. And he just said, man, hey, ministry, it can be fun. It has to be fun, man. Don't take yourself seriously if you're a youth pastor or a young adults pastor. Lay down uh, your concerns and just let, let loose, man. Let people know that you're funny, uh, that you're there for them uh, in that. Right? Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it. <laughs> so anyway, as we, uh, as we finish up here uh, today, it's been an awesome time here. I want to give Matt an opportunity before he prays here for you guys is that uh, I want to let him share maybe a verse that he has for you or some encouragement. I want to let him give you some encouragement, whether you're a volunteer, whether you're an aunt, uncle, uh, whether you're a youth pastor or maybe a, a young adults pastor or a, or a pastor that comes across this. I want to let Matt speak uh, to you guys as well. And then he's going to pray, uh, pray for us as well. So go ahead, Matt. Yeah, man. So just from just from doing some research and, and looking at the generation that we're we're leading, we're serving right now, man, is, is Gen Z. And so I think for us as leaders, we, we have to have a sense of responsibility of not only knowing the gospel to share, but know who we're sharing it to. And so once we understand who we're sharing it to, we can better articulate and communicate in a way that will be impactful to that culture. I mean, you take a look, Jesus did it with parables. He recognized it when he was in Samaria and when he was with the Jews, he was recognized it when he was with the Greeks. So he knew who he was communicating to. And so as leaders, we need to understand who we're communicating to. And if you're in youth ministry, everybody you're talking to right now is Gen Z. If you're a young adult pastor, it's a blend between Gen Z and millennials. And so one of the things that we realize about Gen Z, and, and man, I love this, is that they are so passionate about changing the world. I, I've read, I've seen multiple interviews, I've seen TED Talks, I've read books, and all showcasing that Gen Z is willing to give it all away. They're willing to start a business not to make money, but make an impact in the world. And so how can we help them understand that this passion in this this purpose-filled life can be used with Jesus to see those things come accomplishment? It, uh, it was funny. Because the, the example that was given to me is a Gen Zer is more likely uh, to spend two hours trying to solve world hunger than they are going to serve food for two hours. It's not that they don't see the value in serving food. They just want to solve the problem of hunger. And so we have a generation that is so desperate to make significant world change. Well, how do we do that? One, we empower them. Two, we have to, to communicate with them, get them in line with Jesus, because we know Jesus this is the hope of the world. And so with Jesus in a Gen Z, man, if we can partner together, how awesome would it be just to release them to, to go and change that? Well, I think the change happens through love. It happens through relationship. And so one of the things we talked at with our church a couple of weeks ago is that love is not a feeling. You will not see that anywhere in scripture that love is a feeling. Now, I think you can feel the effects of love and it can make you feel good, but love is not a feeling. And hopefully that can be encouraging. Because just because you don't feel love for someone doesn't mean you can't still love them. And so when we live in the, in the world that we're in right now, man, where things are chaotic, these are, things are frustrating, people are getting on our nerves, and things seem to be so polarized between whether you should shop in store or shop online, whether you should wear a mask or not, whether it, in just every single argument that can be is up. And so my scripture, man, that I want to share is in 1 Corinthians, starting in verse 4. 
First Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 says, Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It's not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It's not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. And so that's the standard, man. That's the standard that we got to go by. Are we preferring our brother or ourselves? Are we being irritable or kind? Are we showing grace and mercy? Or are we really wanting to bring the justice hammer down? Now, I'm not saying that there isn't a place for justice because you can't have love without justice. But oftentimes we lean on the justice side for others and the love and grace side for ourselves. And I think if we begin to shift that and give grace where it hasn't been earned because plot twist, it was given to us. And we start showing mercy to where mercy mercy really shouldn't be shown according to world standards. I think we can start easing some tensions, man, and start bridging a gap in loving people and helping them see Jesus in us. In fact, that's how he says, this is how they'll know your mind is your love for one another. And so if we can begin to love people, man, and like genuinely, authentically love people, not have the good feels, but, but actually go through that list and serve people well, man, I think we're going to be better for it. Awesome encouragement, man. So if you're a, a millennial or a Generation Z that uh, maybe stumbles across this, just want to encourage you with, with what Matt said, that you're going to be a, a, a influencer. Uh, you're going to make a, uh, you guys are going to be world, uh, world changers and really believe, uh, believe that. Uh, that's a great word. You know, I really enjoy that. You know, what he said from the word, you know, love is kind, love is patient. And then there's different translation, but I like the one um, that says love never fails uh, as well. And that's what it's all about, that Christ uh, will never fail you. Uh, he's there in your corner. Uh, and, and all this, you know, he knew before I shot out of about COVID-19, but we're all in this uh, together. We need each other. But first and foremost, I, I like what Matt just said is love. That's the theme, I believe, that we want to communicate here today is the love of the Father, and how, how can we love our youth? How can we love our neighbor? And that's, again, simplifying, loving, uh, whether that be with random acts of kindness, uh, serving, uh, however that might be for you to be creative, is loving one another. And that will go a long way. So don't think that you're doing, uh, don't think that you're uh, in, in the midst of all this, that you're not doing anything um, wrong or whatever, but you're doing something great for the kingdom. Uh, with your random acts of kindness. Uh, so thanks, Matt. Appreciate that encouragement. That's a great, uh, a great word. So I'm going to let Matt here as we finish up here. I'm going to let Matt pray for you. And uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm so excited uh, when you come across this, um, that you would feel blessed, that you would feel encouraged, and you would just see uh, the heart of Matt and his love uh, for you guys. And, uh, you know, just the love of the Father. So go ahead, Matt. I want you to pray for us, man. We, I, pr I appreciate you. No, yes, sir. Father, we just thank you so much for the opportunity to be a living example of Jesus. And God, I ask that you would continue to give us opportunities to stretch us, to make us uncomfortable, to love people better. And Lord, that you knew that we would be here for such a time as this. God, that you, nothing escapes you, nothing takes you by surprise. And so we are here in a perfect, pleasing will of you, God, to be able to do some incredible things. Lord, I'm just asking for opportunities to love better, God, to love our community better, to love our nation better, to love our neighbor better, God, and, and to be able to, to have the strength to be kind when people don't want to be kind to us, to show grace when they don't want to show grace to us. And Lord, I'm just asking, 
God, that you continue to use youth pastors and leaders and young adult pastors, God, and, and lead pastors to, to lead the charge in bringing hope of the world to their community. And Lord, I'm asking that you would raise this generation up, Father, that although they may be misunderstood to many, God, that there is a heart that is pure for passion, for <clears throat> God, for purpose and for destiny. And God, I ask that you can continue to create those opportunities and surround them, Father, with people to help them steward that. And Lord, that we know that you are coming soon. And Lord, that you've given us an opportunity just to reach this world for you. In fact, that was the whole purpose of sending the Holy Spirit, God. It was better for you to go to send the Holy Spirit to come to give us power to be your witness. And Jesus, there is no greater time than right now, God, to be a witness for you. So give us the strength. Give us the courage, give us the boldness, and give us the grace, God, to do all these things. It's in your name I pray. Amen. 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 Well, viewers, uh, we just want to say thanks for tuning in here on this uh, on this youth chat. It'll be up here either sometime today or most likely tomorrow. Um, but be on the lookout, be blessed, be encouraged, and maybe down the road here in the future, we'll have Matt on again. That way he can encourage you to see what he's learning. Uh, see how his ministry is going uh, in this transition. So until next time, uh, God bless you all, and uh, you have a great rest of your day today. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Love you all.